and welcome to KFAB, the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Guys, what a beautiful summer evening in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, California. We all have a glow and it's not highlighter. No, <laughs> nope, it's just natural bodily oils and sweat. Yay! Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Summer, my time. I'm excited to stick to this chair. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, we're gonna. I, that's you have the trick. We're is both that, wearing dresses. We're fucked. I, I got biker shorts. Oh, oh damn, you smart. I that's am so smart. I am pure idiot. Yeah. <laughs> All my underwear is the worst, so I just wear biker shorts now. Oh, that's You're so welcome. smart. That's so smart. <laughs> I've always wondered what kind of underwear Katie Katie mm. wearing. <laughs> I'm glad I got it. Finally got it. It's Lambert Town. Yeah. I I do now. I got quarters today. Let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump into some wrestling news. Uh, Courtesy of producer Mike. Mike, do you want to say hi before we get into the wrestling news? Good job, Sarah. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? My name is producer Mike. Um, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, and uh, occasionally they'll throw to me to sort of fill in some gaps in their knowledge. Thank you for having me on the back. Oh, I'm just wow, gonna like apologize for Mike. He's been in a cave for two weeks. Yes. Um, there was a boulder that rolled over it, and he was just in there, and so he hasn't talked to humans in two weeks. That's really sweet of you to like thank us for being on I the know. podcast that you literally make possible, Mike. What a nice boy. I don't know how any of these microphones work. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we would be. That's the police coming to arrest us for our yeah. ignorance about podcasts. Truly. <laughs> oh my God. Well. Wrestling news. But thank so, you, Mike, for being here. We, thank you. We yes, agree. thank you. Mm-hmm. And for putting all the microphones in the places where they need to be. <sighs> all right, wrestling news. <laughs> <laughs> so most wrestling fans agree that lately the WWE has made it pretty hard to be excited about the show. Due to record low ratings and low interest, WWE has taken steps to try to improve the product behind the scenes by employing Paul Heyman, who used to run the rival company ACW, and Eric Bischoff, who used to run the rival company WCW, in key creative roles. I know what you're thinking, Christina. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? A bunch of history mixed with behind-the-scenes administrative stuff. Who cares, right? I do care about Mike that. Mike said that, not me. I know. I uh, well, what if you had to care... Oh, no. We're going to put this to the test in a brand new game. <gasps> Producer Mike is calling. Who's cuter? Oh, my goodness. I love these games. Oh I'm so God. into them. Do you want to break down oh. the rules? Okay. Mike, this is so problematic. Here's how it's going to work. <laughs> in the moment, you'll see pictures of Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, and Vince McMahon. Oh, good and Lord. And you must... Make a knee-jerk decision on who is cuter. Oh, good God. Oh. You must pick someone. No saying, but they're all bad. Okay. <laughs> Once you've decided someone is cute, you can't backtrack. And finally, oh. for the purposes of this game, we're judging Vince purely on his looks mm-hmm. and not taking any aspect of his personality in consideration. I will say all that also applies to the other two from yeah. what yeah. I've heard. I don't think we can take... Ooh. Okay, okay. Oh, round one, young. Oh, Bischoff. Bischoff. Oh, uh, yeah. Out of those, y- young, for all three of them, I gotta say young Bischoff. Describe what we're looking at. Okay, so oh. we're looking at a photo. We're t- Vince McMahon is in a powder blue suit. Uh, big arms. Yeah, big arms. Uh, still dead-ass shark eyes. Uh, yeah. Young yeah. Bischoff looks like, I don't know, a man who murdered his wife in Colorado. And he then looks like he's on the Alan young Thick. and the restless. Yeah. <laughs> that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just categorically handsome. If you did the quadrant thing on his face, you're like, yeah, yeah. handsome. 
Young Heyman, I don't know, looks like Young he, Heyman looks like he works at a golf club. He looks like a Belushi a bit in this <laughs> he movie. Does. I was yeah. gonna say he looks like he hung out with a Belushi. He does, and he's sure. like at Planet Hollywood, which it really locates this in a time and a place. Oh, yeah. It really does. With he's a white the, blazer. Like, yep. The If you pull back the picture, he's shaking hands with Sylvester Stallone. Of course oh, he is, wow. because Slide wasn't he one of the part owners? Of Planet mm-hmm. Hollywood? Great. What a time capsule. One of my young crushes. When Sylvester Stallone? Loved. Really? Loved. Like, was so attracted to him. That's so fascinating. Wow. That doesn't I seem just, like your type. I would agree. Wow. Goodness. <laughs> Interesting. And, okay. Well, round mm. only went Bishop. Mm. Oh, round two, Prime. Bischoff. Yeah, it's still Bischoff. Prime Heyman. Oh, my God. I wanted to pick Heyman as a joke, but I can't. <laughs> He's wearing an ECW hat. Yeah. He's got long, stringy hair and, like, a mustache that is disconnected to his beard, which is mm. tough. You know what he looks like if, like, an MTV VJ were to be like, where are they now? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Paul Heyman yeah. looks like in that yeah. photo. Uh, Bishop's line, like edges on his beard are a little too perfect. They unsettle oh, me. That's painted in a he little looks bit like, that beard. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Um, Faith, Faith, Faith. Michael. Oh, George Michael. Yeah, George he looks Michael. like George Michael. He at 100%. And he's got a big old cross necklace and a leather jacket. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to go Bishop again because we yeah. got Prime Vince oiled up like a sack he's of meat. suit pants. Yeah. Above his belly button. He looks like shirts. a snake that's in Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> so I just super He's accurate. Smuggling in those chickens yeah. in his pecs. I can't. I can't, I can't even see his nipples does. here. The, does he, he have looks nippleless here? The nipples are on a downward turn. <laughs> what can only be described trying to get away from his dumb fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're like, we gotta go. They're running. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Well, we're you know we're still squarely bishop. Yeah. Honestly, there's no contest in this one. It, it viewed in a vacuum. What what a '90s babe. All right. Round three. Current. Oh god. None of them turned out because they're evil. Yeah. I mean, mm. definitely true. Yeah. That guy. I still say Bischoff looks yeah. like a guy who killed his wife in Colorado. Definitely. Like, like it's such a it's such a specific kind of dead-eyed stare. Although, if you look at just the bottom part of his face when he's this age, there's like a tiny bit of like a, a like a Sean Connery vibe is. Yep. to the just rock. his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which like I could I'll I'll take that and still say him. What if I was like left turn current Heyman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, current Heyman is a real thumb man. He's a man who'd mm-hmm. yell at someone at a bank teller. Yes, like, he would. I don't want yes. to see that guy in life. No, he's, he's, the, he's like that one bagel more guy. Roll, one less roll of quarters than he was supposed to get. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, you're not my dad. You're not my boss. No. <laughs> you're not my. Oh, whatever that guy. And oh, current Vince's God. face just gets tighter and, and tighter. And you're not God. That, yep. You're not big, God, yeah. and you're n- but he ended on boss. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Vince, Vince is falling apart at the scene. This is like, for sure the best lifts. photo you could find. Like, I appreciate mm-hmm. This looks like you took it from the Wax Museum. Yeah. Like, I truly feel like this is Madame Tussauds or whatever. Tussauds. Madame Tussauds. <laughs> Doesn't it look like the AC broke though at the mu- at the wax museum? It's, yeah, it's melting, like melting a little, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, like it's next to the Trump. St- um, oh boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He definitely looks like a man who's wearing Vince McMahon's face for sure. Yeah. 
Like Charlie's um, Angels when they're flying in the plane and they have like the face and then they remove yeah, it. Yeah, that. Isn't that the first Ooh. one? Uh, it is. I watched it. Does not hold up. Oh, okay, good. Would to like know. to know. Not good. Not a good movie. <laughs> there weren't so many boot cut leather pants in that movie. That's true. wildly impractical for fighting. Uh-huh. I mean, from the top, it does not hold up. <laughs> Yeah. Good to know. Wow. Well, I was really rooting for it. <laughs> uh, producer Mike is just shaking his head no. Emphatically. No, emphatically agreeing. Yeah, agreeing, but yeah. also being like, no way, no how. Yeah, no way, no how. So we're picking... Bischoff. I mean... Ugh. So we're saying unequivocally, we think Eric Bischoff's oh, no. the cutest. <laughs> I mean, out of these three, You're going to yes. give a backstory now, All aren't Mike you? does I'm, is trap us. I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just saying... Like he was in the cage. Yeah. Like, honestly, we're just agreeing. We think Eric Bischoff is cute. I don't have any damning details about no. it. Just that's what we said. Of the three, he yeah. is cate- He yeah. is the yeah. best. Objectively, yes. And that's who's cute. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, click on the next slide. Yeah, and it's and just it's like, like, here he is. He saying murdered. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Here's right. him dropping a bag full of kittens in the river. And you're like, no, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I Fish mean, off. Ugh, boy, a real that was fun devil's bargain. But I love the game in general. No, yeah. it's a good call. Thank I mean, you. I would love it with anyone else in it too. Our problematic mm-hmm. fave is Bishop. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yes. Ooh. Well, I mean, I guess we should Whoa. get into it then. Oh We're really gonna like wash that weird taste right out of our mouth, thanks to Sunny Kiss. Yay. Um, who I love. So I have a couple gifts to start us out here. Wow. One of them is one of his signature moves in which he goes up on the corner of the ring and wow. he does a full split and then he like drops in the splits on top of someone else. Wow. Um, and then this is part of his entrance and the other gift oh. here where he like does splits on top of the ring oh and like God. works the crowd and I love. it's fantastic. I love him. Who? Where is he? Oh, tell us about him, Sarah. Yeah. Well, Sunny Kiss is amazing. I also want to say um, thank you to Xavier, our friend who's on a couple episodes ago yeah. for recommending I look into Sunny Kiss. Oh, great. Um, so this was an excellent recommendation. Uh. Spot on. Oh my gosh. So. Yay. Sunny Kiss was born on December 11th, 1993, so he's a Sagittarius, yeah, in Jersey sure. City, New Jersey. He attended a performing arts school and studied dance. He's a proudly out wrestler. He says both he and she pronouns are appropriate for him. Just FYI, I'm going to use he throughout. Um, I couldn't find a lot of biographical information on him, so I'm mostly going to focus on quotes from Sunny and his incredible looks because, my God, there are so many and they're all great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find out that he started wrestling as a teenager and he really quickly became serious about it. So he's been wrestling for several years on various independent circuits, even though he's quite young. Mm-hmm. So he said it was hard to be out as a wrestler at first, but as he got more comfortable, the audience got more comfortable too. Oh, that's great. So here's Sonny on what separates his wrestling from other, quote, flamboyant gimmicks. A lot of people compare me to super awesome, great flamboyant wrestlers, Gold Dust, Rico, and Velveteen Dream, but little do they know I'm actually the authentic version of these feminine characters. They do a great job, and I love them all, but at the same time, Sunny Kiss is authentic. I'm just a guy who is feminine, obviously. It's very apparent. But at the same time, I'm just a wrestler, and I'm not a gimmick. I'm just this flamboyant, athletic, flipping dude, dude or dudette, however you see it, because I'm very ambiguous with my sexuality and gender. I call myself a male, but I identify as gender neutral to the public. I love. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, like, here's some outfits. I just pulled um, a few. Uh, This first one with the leopard prints is one of his signature looks. Basically... Sonny operates in the same kind of silhouette the whole time. It's a long-sleeved crop top and booty shorts and usually, like, 
thigh high like leg covers he has a fantastic butt it must be said mm-hmm. um and it figures heavily into his wrestling mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great so this first one is like one of his trademarks is this leopard print with um hot pink trim on it and it has some like sheer panels too mm, it's uh, very fun it's really fun and then i have one in the middle that i think was from when he was starting out it's a little bit less polished looking but it's the same type of idea it's baby blue and silver and then this one on the right is actually from uh, Lucha Underground, mm. where he wrestles quite a bit. Oh, nice. Um, that is, like, blue and green with a big star in the middle. And it's a cold shoulder. The dreaded cold oh. shoulder, but I actually think it looks good in a wrestling context. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you can see he usually even does, like, the cutouts on the side, like the kind of bodybuilder bikini look. Mm. Like, he really shows a lot of skin. And it's pretty effective in ring, I think. It's a really unique look. I love the cutouts on the um, the first look, the leopard with the, mm-hmm. the S. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a more of a subtle... It kind of looks like a snake, but yeah. it's clearly like his initial. That's like... That's the loudest look I've ever been like, fuck yeah, yeah. to, I think. No, that is For me he personally. he carries it off. And I mean, he's got such no, an totally. incredible face, too. Like, he's got it's really, really high cheekbones. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, I mean, he just... He mm-hmm. looks like so immediately arresting when you see him. And he's mm-hmm. got like really incredible features he's super yeah. charismatic the looks are always really well put together it's like yeah it's, a well thought out it's thing. a good example of how you can do like quote-unquote too much and make it work really well mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah i mean well it's just great. wait good luck <laughs> so uh he currently wrestles for aew as sunny kiss yes. and for lucha underground as exolicious um so as sunny kiss he's also known as the concrete rose the mighty yeah. cheerleader and the pride of jersey city i love he did cheerleading as well as dance so like i actually oh, yeah. just this morning watched um his match from the aew special that mm. aired this weekend and he it was in um Jacksonville, Florida. So he entered with some of the Jacksonville football team dancers, the cheerleaders, and he did a cheer routine with them, and they had the mascot, and he was wearing a cropped um, Jaguars jersey (laughs) to wrestle, and it was really great. I I think I might start watching AEW, you guys. It's really fun. I watched that whole special, and I had a really great time. Yeah. It was it was really fun. I think I'm so, choosing an allegiance. Oh my god. It is it is a good alternative. I think it's, I think it's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these are some of his looks from uh, Lucha Underground. So this is Exolicious. And it's just a little bit brighter. It's more neon, I noticed. It's mm. still the same silhouette, but this is like his promo outfit where it's has purple and pink panels on it and some like gold accents on the side. And then this is him doing the splits in his entrance, which is oh, I'm so into incredible. This. And you can see how like crazy the patterns are on like his yeah. leg covers. It must be a really nice stretch before you go for it, to oh, be honest. Yeah. I mean he constantly is doing like splits and like basically yeah. like death drops in the ring yeah. so if while he's, he's wrestling. If he's doing like Lucha Libre stuff, like mm-hmm. he's a high flyer, is he? He does a lot of flips, uh-huh. a lot of jumps. Um he doesn't do so much of from like the the top rope mm-hmm. type of stuff like ricochet but he does a lot of like backflips in the ring and oh, like nice. he'll do like bridges or he'll like do other like aerial stuff uh oh, he'll nice. bring a lot of people down with like leg locks and stuff and like flip them around it's mm-hmm. pretty cool that's cool um and then this one i really liked <laughs> another outfit of his it's like checkerboard mm-hmm. i love that and i love that one. i want and the swim trunks so great yeah it's really it's a really cute look mm-hmm. Uh, that just said yes. so many looks. So I have more of them. There's like a green leopard print one that's uh-huh. pretty rad. 
Um, this is one of his classic AEW looks in the middle here that is like total My Little Pony. I that love is. it. It's bright turquoise and pink and like banana yellow. And this is one of his signature moves in which he like bounces his ass off someone's face. 100%. Which is very, very fun. I um, love it. It's called uh, Ass Attack, I think. I have the name I of it later. I love that. Question, real fast mm-hmm. before you describe the last look, just because of the Ass Attack. How do the people, how do uh, other wrestlers respond to it? Because in the past, when we've seen stuff where it's like mm-hmm. a man trying to be sexual with another man, it's always like gross or whatever. Is it presented that way or does it kind of come across differently like, oh, I no. just don't want your butt in my face because it's a butt? It's more you know like, I mean? it's more like that. Like they don't, okay. from, from what I've seen of him, um, that's, He's not like an evil gay character. Okay, good. That's what. Yeah, yeah. I didn't he's think just so. Is gay and a wrestler, so yeah. that's just like part of it. But his character mm-hmm. is just really flamboyant. Okay. But there's another like homophobic stuff that I see. Um, and then I have this this last look here is just kind of fun. It's just like salmon, but you can see the front <laughs> of his outfit is like a little zip I like crop it. top, which is super cute. Hmm. None of them are bad, basically. Yeah. So Sonny often uses his dance background in his wrestling, like I was saying, and here are some of the names of his signature moves. The Sunny Side Up, <laughs> the Twerk Salt, and Ass Effect. Ass that's, ass the, effect. that's the butt that's one. That's a good name. That is a good name. And he can also do backflips and full splits, and he often does. He also has this move where he'll like do a full split on someone, and then he'll just like twerk next to them for a while, which is very <laughs> funny to me. Uh, and he's also worked with a lot of teams with fun names. I tried to find pictures of them, I couldn't. But mm. he's worked with uh, the Mighty Militia with Johnny Moran and Mike Mitchell, Booty mm. and the Beast <gasps> with Alex Mason, into that one. Too Hot, Too Beautiful with Steve <laughs> Scott, and Twerk Horses with Unknown Partners. <laughs> twerk Horses. But like basically, it's just all that level of fun the whole time. So like, here's another one of him like bouncing his butt off of someone's face. And here's another one of him, like, doing about to do his full splits, like, onto someone. Mm-hmm. And then he also, because he's, like, so athletic, he'll do, like, big, like, flippy kind of balletic moves mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring and either be swung around or swing someone else around. And mm-hmm. it's really, really fun. That's very fun. So, unfortunately, the world is not a perfect place, mm-hmm. and there are still bigots and idiots out there. So... It's horribly unsurprising to report that Sonny Kiss has faced homophobia in his profession. As recently as June, wrestling commentator Jim Cornette says some truly reprehensible things about him after All or Nothing. Mm. A lot of wrestlers came to Sonny's defense, but he brushed off the whole thing with this lovely statement. Sometimes you have to let people's words and actions speak for themselves, good and bad. With that being said, I want to thank everyone for their support. As a person who's been publicly open about their sexuality since childhood, his attack was a complete fail. I'm good. Oh, nice. I love that. So he just really took the high road and... Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also important to note that AEW is trying to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. This is a picture of him with Nyla Rose, who is a trans wrestler signed to AEW. Oh, and she's awesome. the first, like, open trans woman to be signed to a major promotion. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, uh, I, there was also a lot of support from wrestlers with uh, Sonny Kiss and Jim mm-hmm. Cornette, where they were like, no, we're, like, Sonny Kiss is, like, a wrestler, we're Superman... So there was like a, uh, I think it was Impact. There's this wrestler, Sammy Callahan, who was just walking to the ring and then he just stops and like spits a bunch of water onto Jim Cornette, who was like doing um, commentary. And no one knew why he did it. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, why did he just do this out of nowhere? And then on Twitter, he was like, yeah, I mean, fuck what he said about Sonny Kiss. Like, Sonny Kiss rules and like Jim Cornette sucks and went after him publicly on TV. Wow. That's awesome. Wow, interesting. Yeah, it seemed like it was just a really cool like 
groundswell of support for Sunny mm-hmm. Kiss, where everyone's like, no, fuck off, outdated old man. Like, that's not how the world is. And yeah, it was, I mean, that's I think great. his response was lovely, and it was very cool to see that, like, people support him. Of course, it's, like, horrible that that even... Yes, they still have to deal that, with that. Yeah, yeah, that that was the situation in general. But, I mean, he's nothing but class about it. So. And also, look at that outfit. I, I know. So this is in this picture of him with Nyla Rose. I probably will post this one. Mm-hmm. He's got like a two-piece that's like a striped halter top and pants. Happily would wear that. Yes. It's so cute. True. And he's got a belly button piercing too, which yeah, I think yeah. is fun. So since June 2017, Sonny has been in a relationship with Killian McMurphy, oh. another independent wrestler. They're engaged. He oh. like was wearing a ring in the ring during his match at AEW. Oh, so he's this hot. Seems cute picture. I know they're like a really hot couple, and there's like he's wearing his t-shirt in this one. Aww. And so I have pictures of them together being cute, and then I also have pictures of them wrestling. I love which it, which is fun. But they're a really cute couple. Yeah. So I wanted to end on Sunny's thoughts on being out and wrestling. Uh, and there's this from a, a whole really cool interview that I'm gonna link. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to coexist comfortably, and that what that means is that I don't want to change your viewpoint. I just want you to respect me the same way you would want me to respect your opinion. We're not trying to push anything down anyone's throat. We're just giving people who don't have representation a role model and someone to look up to. I trip up on words trying to find the right words for it, but being a role model is just amazing. It feels so good. I literally wanted this my entire life and never had that representation growing up. Finally getting to be that is like, wow, it's a beautiful thing and I still can't find the right words for it. I just teared up a little bit. He's like so poised and like well-spoken and like gets it. And he's kind, yeah. Yeah. And this like whole interview, I really encourage everyone to read it. Um, It's... It's just really incredible. So yeah. I have some and like does have the right words to say. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, totally. dude, you got it. Like, you, yeah, yeah, you get it. So that's the whole interview is like really worth reading because some of that is like pulled from him talking specifically about AEW and how mm-hmm. it's trying to be a more welcoming place for everyone. So mm-hmm. there's some really like good, interesting thoughts in there. But I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. It seems like people love him in AEW, and um, I loved watching that match. It was really fun. So cool. Thanks. I just I'm really good happy to, for him. I'm happy to know about him. I'm glad you covered him. Yeah. Also, He's like, great. go AEW. Yeah. Yeah, I True. know. Okay. <gasps> Shifting gears a little bit. <laughs> this is B. Priestley. Um, so, Beatrice Priestley was born on March 22nd, 1996. She's an Aries. And she's a British professional wrestler uh, known as the abbreviated ring name B Priestley which I just said she's currently signed to All Elite Wrestling so AEW as well oh, yeah. um, she debuted around age 20 after training for a while but before that she studied at Kapiti, Kapiti College and the Elite International School of Beauty and Spa Therapies in New Zealand what? I know the reason I bring this up is because she does not she's still new she really doesn't have that much information like yeah. I, I read articles I like looked at I watched promo. We're going to watch one of her promo. Oh, yeah. Can we pause to watch this real fast? Yeah, so we just watched the promo. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what are you guys' thoughts? There's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's really walking through a small forest with a, a chair. What was she holding? It was like a broken chair, but it looks like, you know, when you like live in a city and you have to walk to get groceries, you have yeah, that like, little grocery carts. cart. It yeah. looked like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you said it. Who said that her grandma was filming? Nana was filming it for sure. Which, which I thought the same. I was like, who's filming this weird? 
like goth girl walking through the woods and like threatening another girl. It's so it's very funny. My monster craves it. My monster yeah. craves uh, it. We all know what the monster is, right? <laughs> totally. Uh, but yeah, she has like this monster side that we'll we'll talk about a little bit, and it really, from what I can tell, I just think it kind of is like in her promos, and I don't know what part it plays in her character quite yet, just because like she's still so new yeah. again. But we'll talk about it. But basically, B is pretty much like a goth hot girl like uh yeah. these are three very specific looks that i've chosen for her first page which is just like the first one she has like her short black hair which she has right now um she has long red hair and like her boobs are aggressive are out and she then, looks like an avatar yeah she really you know what yeah. she does she looks like a video game her her yeah. dimensions <laughs> proportions are so exaggerated by this costume. Totally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the third one is my fa- is my favorite top actually because there's like skeleton hands on her tits and I love it. I <laughs> think it's so funny. Are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like very, studs. It's very misfits. Yeah. Wow. Um. But yeah, the video we just watched was her one of her promos um, pre AEW and so it's very clearly local wrestling and mm-hmm. she's like trying to be a psycho and so it's kind of funny. But because she's not there yet, but you can see what the intent is, yeah. and I feel like it's she's got stuff that's fun. Um, so she debuted in 2016, and she's actually diagnosed with a brain tumor when she was 14. Oh God! And underwent surgery to remove it at 18. And so when she debuted, she had had the brain tumor removed only two years prior, which I think is really that like that she was able to get back into presumably top physical condition uh, that quickly. So before AEW, she's best known for her well-established work and promotions, including Defiant Wrestling, Progress Wrestling, and World Wonder Sport Stardom. Uh, she's also a former one-time World of Sport Wrestling Women's Champion, a former two-time Defiant Women's Champion. So she's like definitely decorated, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and then from then on, I pretty much uh, we are just going to talk about her looks. I gotta uh, say this belt that she has in the middle. I really love maybe because it looks like Rainbow Bright. I know. Is the that the star stardom? Is so great. Mm-hmm. Mike, do you know if that's the stardom belt? Do you know what I'm talking about? It must it's like be. A, it's a star. And they're a Japanese wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's for female Japanese wrestlers. And so, because she did a lot of stuff in Japan. She currently lives in Japan with her boyfriend, who we'll talk mm. about. Ooh. Yes. Uh, another wrestler. You can see him lurking in the background of this like Princess Jasmine look over here. It um, looks like um, Assassin's Creed. It totally looks like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she just she does a lot of different silhouettes, a lot of keyholes for her mm-hmm, chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she might have had her breast implants taken out uh, instead of being put in somewhat. Re- like, because that photo we saw is like so exaggerated. It felt yeah. like nineties wrestlers. And Either that or Victoria's Secret bra. Style. Yeah, it was incredibly you know padded. Right. I, yeah. I'm wondering if padding is maybe part of that. It seems like that would be stressful to wrestle in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know where it's shifting. But totally. I guess if it's tight enough. Yeah, hmm. but a lot of like monster imagery. Like, see her knee pads have yeah. like that squiggly line mm-hmm. uh, that look like the monster's teeth. And a lot of flames, black, a lot of total, total demon feel. I I know. The one on the left, guys, it makes me think of Kane. It does. Because it's like the red kind of Mm -hmm. flame stuff. It looks like some iterations of the Kane costume. It's very funny. I bet Kane would love to marry her. I bet he would. Get the thing now. I don't believe that. Get get the arch. Get the arch. Kane's got to get married. (laughs) So this one on the far left, I do think it officially that is that Japanese title just because like Mm -hmm. look at the jacket 
Um, it's super detailed with like fringe and velvet and the classic like, Japanese wrestler look. Yeah. But it truly because they yeah. love an overcoat. It mm -hmm. seems. Uh, and then you know, lots of tie-up stuff, lots of mm -hmm. like bold graphics. Um, she has a mask right there. I don't know if it was hers or if it's spoiler alert, someone I'm covering next week's. Um, mm. But it looks, yeah, she just, her whole thing is kind of like this monster mask that covers her nose and face, which honestly would just be good in the apocalypse. Like, or yeah. for the flu. Or for the flu, mm -hmm. truly. Not Go a plane. I was thinking about it, I was like, that's a fun, like, costume for, well, you're like, I don't want to do it, i just going to wear that's this, all. like, yeah. little face mask. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, that's kind of it. Any thoughts? Her, this this middle look that we have that has like the lace-up details you were seeing mm -hmm. really reminds me of Alexa Bliss, actually. It does, yeah. yeah. She's got a similar like mall gothy kind of she vibe to does, her. Yeah. It's it's more um, extreme. Details yeah, yeah. I do love this. I like this look in the middle in general. Like, yeah, I think it's good. the pants and the knee pads and being alternate colors. I'll definitely post that one because I do like it. She posted that on her, I think I pulled that directly from her Instagram. Um... But yeah, and she like goes in vans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, question: Why did I choose her? You get three guesses, and there are two major reasons. Oh. Um. She's. Okay, Mike's being gross. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, Mike's making obscene gestures. Um, Don't call <laughs> because she's goth and a witch. Oh, that's fun. And charges her crystals. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because you wanted to highlight a young up-and-coming female talent. Well, that's fun. Um, AEW? Is it because my cat's name is B? Oh! We oh, missed the obvious one! The obvious uh -huh. one. And the second thing is, WWE tried to sign her, and she said no. <gasps> in favor of AEW. I love Rad. that. I know. Also, yeah, she's like, God, oh, clearly, look at her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, she's your vibe. That girl on the right is like, basically, I'm like, oh! She's from Michigan? Yeah, truly. <laughs> she's, she's from Britain, but she does look like... She, I yeah, know what you mean. She's got that vibe. Totally. Um, so she's in a relationship with professional wrestler William Charles, better known as Will Ospreay. And they're planning to move to Japan because they both wrestle there a bunch. And that's kind of the last slide. But uh, I chose this photo of her on the left where she's doing like a thought pose she really with is. shark socks and vans in this like hot little outfit and plants. And he commented on it <laughs> um, just like. Oh, fuck, what did he say? He just said, like, good lord, or something, and I love that. I think it's very funny. That's sweet. I mean, he's kind he of is, a babe. He's a babe. That's, That's a, That is the best picture I could find of him. Mm -hmm. He's, like, kind of goofy looking sometimes, but he's very cute, and they've been together for a while, and all the photos with him, he, uh, all the photos with him... She comments, she just writes, out with the wife. And so I think that's fun. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's her. That's Bea Priestley. She's going to do good things. Wow. She's rad. She's interesting. Her clothing is cool and fun. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Katie has a new mic, so it might sound a little different. And that's it. Katie's our woman on the street. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'd never even heard of her. Thanks for finding her. Yeah. Yeah. What I was trying one. to find AEW people, and mm -hmm. I have like a running list I've been going through that I find interesting just because they're new and. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I like it. What's the vibe currently? What's what are the hot what are the cool hot kids doing? <laughs> well, well. Let's ask, <laughs> let's ask people on the street what the cool hot kids are doing. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So, 
Do a little, a little bit joke for them on the slide. You really pulled a lot of photos for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, how yeah, long were you looking at pictures? For a very long time. Who are you doing, Katie? Uh, so, whoops, wrong sting. Ooh, this is the tantric daddy sting that we're looking yes. at right now. Yeah. When I found that out, I was like, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I feel like I knew that as a child and didn't understand it. Yeah. All like, right. that's how big that news was. Oh, God. So, we're doing Sting. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Steve Borden, born March 20th, 1959. So, what does that make him? I think a Pisces. Pisces? And that makes Does sense. he seem like a Pisces? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pisces men's be crazy. So, <laughs> just buckle up, because, like, his career is just so long, so many promotions. Mm-hmm. So, I touched on certain insane things. Mm-hmm. Um, tried to stick to the timeline as much as possible, but... Mm-hmm. He got a lot. Oh, I'm excited. Borden was born in (gasps) Omaha, Nebraska, and raised in Southern California. Um, In high school, he played competitive football and basketball, and later embarked on a career as a bodybuilder. So once co-owning a Gold's Gym health club, which you'll see a lot of times he'll be wearing just a Gold's Gym Mm -hmm. shirt. Mm -hmm. So um, they basically tried to get him into wrestling, and they wanted to get like a bodybuilder team together. And so they kept on trying to pull him, and he wasn't interested in the beginning, and then he finally agreed to do it if he was with a group of his buddies, which um, like WWF was like, okay, we're going to do this. Calling in the bros. Yeah. So, whoa. Uh, I'm just going to go like you started off with Universal Wrestling Federation from 1985 to 1987, mm-hmm. then National Wrestling Alliance from 1987 to 1991. Just doing a lot of good things I guess um, so this is one of his teams that he was on mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what yeah what's with the nose what? I just what yeah the, the bat there? faces yeah oh uh huh no um, the, the le- it's what's in their mouths uh, those are mouth guards oh, oh. <laughs> they don't look like it. They look like little chokey balls. Yeah, it looks like a like weird ball. Balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it does. Balls. It's just no chokey balls. I said <laughs> sorry. Excuse me, chokey balls. Or like they'd been eating a lot balls. of black licorice and then their tongues were black. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what was happening there dimension wise, but okay, mouth guards. That makes sense. The nose on the left. It's like they ran out of paint. It, like it's bothering me. So in the beginning, he was named. He was known as the. He was just known as Flash, mm. and then he changed it. Cool to sting but so the photos we're showing is like one of his teams that he was on and then um i'm going to tell you about the sting versus flair but this is all of them together and then the bottom one i just had to show because who is this green man who is the green man who is this green man (laughs) so he's just like he's just (laughs) what he honestly he looks like one of those people you'd see at the crosswalk in LA and be like oh I hope he's okay yeah I know truly <laughs> like, oh god what is that guy doing there that was when I just looked up like Universal Wrestling Federation yeah, yeah. and I was mm-hmm. like that is the only photo of Sting that showed up and I was like I'm picking this one for sure it's like an off brand uh, like a uh, day oh, man what is the, yeah like no the fucking thing from Ghostbusters I keep wanting to say Gaunt. Slimer Slimer it's an yeah. off brand Slimer it is Cheap slime. Cheap slime. Yep. Okay, so one of the biggest feuds was Sting versus Ric Flair. Sting challenged Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavy Championship. The match itself was booked as a 45-minute limit draw. 
Sting lost to Flair in several non-televised rematches following the clash, and later that year continued the battle against other members of the Four Horsemen. Mm. He was part of the Four Horsemen. Mm. Sting then returned to singles matches in 1989, starting the year off on New Year's Day wrestling Ric Flair mm -hmm. to a one-hour draw in, in uh, Atlanta's Omni. In the main event, Ric Flair faced Terry Funk, and after Flair got the victory, he was attacked by Muda, who is a part of the JTEX Corporation, only to have Sting come to the rescue. Sting and Flair feuded with Muda and Funk for the rest of the summer and fall, culminating in a Thunderdome cage match between the two teams at Halloween Havoc in 89, which Flair and Sting won. So they kept on flipping back and forth. The alliance with Flair resulted in Sting joining the Four Horsemen along with Anderson, Arn, and um, Ole. Oh, yeah, Arn Anderson, yeah. Um, at Capital Combat event in May, Sting was accosted by the Four Horsemen after joining. <laughs> Several of them were in khakis in the video. <laughs> and thrown into a metal cage at ringside no. and rescued by RoboCop. What? So, like a brand RoboCop? Listen, it is... I'm not going to show this video. It is truly the funniest thing because Robocop almost falls like three times walking <laughs> into the ring. It is like the slowest walk too. It's just truly amazing. Like oh the whole God. entire thing. Is it, is it like brand confirmed like crossover episode? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Wow. And they put him in this cage and like you can tell it's about to be ripped off. Yeah. So he has to hold on to the other side and get angry so oh no one can God. see that he's upset. Yeah. And so it's like this beautiful moment. And then all the four horsemen are just sweaty and khakis. Mm. And it's they all have long, sweaty hair. Oh it's a gosh. very special oh, moment. So I mean, funny. I got to give him props for having, to, for daring to have short hair in this era of, of wrestling. Yeah. It's very blonde. It's very 80s blonde. I have a feeling but at he least couldn't grow it much longer. See, he yeah. looks like the, like, you know. The Mortal Kombat like arcade game where they would mm -hmm. like walk through the street and they had this dumb hair. Street this Fighter? Mm -hmm. Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. He looks like Street Fighter. He does a yeah. bit. Like to the extent where I'm like, is that chicken or the egg situation? Yeah. <laughs> well, he steals other looks, so who knows? Ooh. You know? Uh, so after Sting's recovery from you know this whole incident because mm -hmm, it was very mm -hmm. dramatic, um, he defeated Flair from for Robocop? the NWA <laughs> yeah, World Heavyweight Championship, and then he went on to feud um, title contenders Flair and Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. So Vicious appeared to defeat Sting in a title match at Halloween Havoc, but the Sting who he pinned was revealed to be an imposter played oh. by Horseman Barry Wenham. Oh, I love fake. The ones. real Sting appeared soon after and pinned Vicious to retain his title when the match was restarted. Oh my god. So like there's a lot of flipping like fake stings <gasps> in the world and I this love is the drama. only the beginning. Like, I feel like that used to be a storyline more in the past than Yeah, the present. like fake wrestlers taking on the gimmicks and uh, not stuff. even with wrestlers but just like ooh, we switched places. Like look <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, look over here. It's a different person type of thing. <laughs> so then after all this happened, once again, Sting was distracted again by a mask known as the Black Scorpion, <laughs> who taunted and attacked Sting on many occasions. Oh, no. Oh. And this feud culminated in a final showdown between Sting and the Black Scorpion uh -huh. at Starcade. Okay. Starcade. So the cage match ended with Sting pinning and unmasking the Scorpion, who turned out to be... <gasps> 
Ric Flair. Wow. I love twists. I I love twists. So like the betrayal. Yes. (gasps) Wow. So from there... Sting's championship reign ended in January 11th, 1991, when he was defeated by Flair in a rematch from Starcade. In the same month, WCW seceded from the NWA. In the process, <laughs> recognizing a WCW World Heavyweight Champion and a WCW World Tag Team Championship. Hmm. So... Some more feuds that happened because there were so many. Mm. Um, in 1992, he defeated he defended his WCW World Title at the Omni in Atlanta against Big Van Vader. I thought I recognized that yep. large man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Van. During the match, Vader splashed Sting, cracking three of his ribs and rupturing his spleen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That seems about I remember right. that. Yep. From that story. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sting dear. recovered and defended his title against Vader, which is like insane that you recover from April to July and then you're... Well, he didn't. Is the <laughs> I know. Yeah. But he's back at it. That's yeah, why... Back. You're right. Yeah. The debate of now, even. Yes. So, um, Sting again faced Vader in the King of Cable Tournament at Starcade, where Sting was victorious and Sting-Vader feud continued into 1993 with Vader defeating Sting in a bloody strap match. (laughs) What the fuck? This is... I love strap matches. They're insane. And this is a leather strap match. You just take the... Remember? You take the leather and you Oh, and you whip it? And you're just whipping each other? Yeah. Yeah. So the end of this... I didn't put the photo. God, that is kinky. Like, each other. Completely. I love them. That is... Wow. That's a way to leave a mark for sure. Mm-hmm. So he's basically trapped immediately from it. And both of them at the end of the match, like I looked up the photos and they're just like a bloody photo. Why didn't you, why you, why you didn't want to show us? Because there's so many more slides. <laughs> I pulled a Felski on this one for sure. I, so, I did five slides today. I know. I'm proud of you. Oh. Wow. So um, another feud and another situation that happened is Sting somehow got a lot of people to be on his team called the Sting Squadron, (laughs) and they faced off with the Dangerous Alliance. So this is their promo for it, and it is just, it's a special moment. Let's just say a lot of white dudes with hair. (laughs) Yeah, oh boy. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to post this photo because this is like kind of his complete look. I like where he has the scorpion on the pants. That is cool. And he'll switch up the colors of them. Yeah. And then sometimes have different color face paint. His face paint looks a lot like Ultimate Warrior yes, from this angle. Very interesting. <gasps> Very interesting. Oh. I don't really go into it that much, but okay. So now this is another situation that became very dramatic. Pause to watch this insane video. Okay, we'll be Great. back. All right, what did y'all just watch? Sarah, do you want to explain it? Because my brain shut up. I don't. Okay, so it was <laughs> it was a, a a promo in which Sting and who was he with? Who had the what was the gentleman with the braids? David what? Davy Boysmith. Davy Boysmith. Oh, Davey, yeah. yeah, and they were they were. Um, exchanging words with Sid Vicious and Big Van Vader on the beach and mm-hmm. there was also a little person dressed as a shark planting a bomb on a speedboat. For seemingly no real reason. No, that really, it looped around. I forgot about it until the end but mm-hmm. after they had traded some words and agreed that they had to fight each other at Bash on the Beach? Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which is then, basically just the, a prom theme, it right? It seems like, yeah. And then the bomb exploded, and everyone thought they were dead. And they had slow motion crying. Yep. So many women crying over that. Just women Or, crying. like, trying to. Like, yeah. trying, trying to. Like, to. Let like, me think oh. about that Titanic so I can cry, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. They were like, hey, can anyone hear a crying command? They're like, yeah, I, I guess I could. Yeah. And then they, they emerged out of the water doing big arms, and everyone cheered. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was wild. That and was that, truly crazy. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Also, if they had just let the boat explode, no one would have been near it. It would have been fine. They didn't even yeah. have to go over to the boat like they did. I don't know. Holy why fuck. The boat. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so. Oh my god. From there. Is this Jigsaw? Just get ready. <laughs> so from there, um, he would have some more feuds because God forbid. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the summer of 1996, Sting was the first to stand up to the Outsiders, which is Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And they had a match at Bash at the Beach, with Sting being joined by Randy Savage and Lex Luger. Does he have a... Just keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just don't... Like, I'm going to tell, and then we'll talk all about the okay. photos. Okay. So the Outsiders announced that they would have a third man in their corner as well. And in the opening minutes of the match, Hall and Nash's partner was nowhere to be seen. But the WCW contingent's two-on-three advantage was short-lived as Luger had to leave the match early due to an injury. Sting and Savage fought against Nash and Hall until the arrival of Hulk Hogan, who was apparently about to back up the WCW wrestlers until he attacked Savage with his leg drop finisher in a swerve. The three subsequently formed the New World Order at the end of this match. Wow. Which was ruled a no contest, and the NWO introduced an imposter Sting played by Jeff Farmer, which led the crowd to believe that Sting had turned his back on WCW during a War Games match at Fall Brawl. Oh my god. Don't you hate it when you're just trying to do your job and then someone else comes in and makes it seem like you betrayed your company? Right? (laughs) Pretty crazy. Okay, so after this happened, it was very, very funny. He came on and did this thing where there was no (laughs) intro. He was not, he was in his outfit, but he wasn't like, he looked mad. So he came out the next time and was like, that was the biggest insult to me, to my company, all this stuff. And everyone was really confused. Even the announcers were like, what, what is he doing? He's not wrestling. Mm. And so then what happened in an unusual... Um, so from there, uh, like after this happened, he basically just like freaked out. So <laughs> when the real sting returned... Wait, Really? No, in like K- in kayfabe. Yeah, in okay, K-fabe. right. Yeah. I'm just making sure because these people are temperamental. Oh, okay, I know. Great. Yeah. So the real Sting returned. He was upset by the fact that many wrestlers believed that he had in fact betrayed WD- WCW, despite his denials that he himself betrayed. And so he left WCW by declaring himself a free agent. But this is the best part. He began appearing in the rafters <laughs> at WCW events. <laughs> His new silent persona, complete with corpse paint, uh-huh. a trench coat, uh-huh. longer hair replacing his spiked haircut, sure. which was quite obviously inspired by The Crow. Oh, no. He was joined at the rafters on a few occasions by Randy Savage, but Savage eventually joined the NWO. He also began using a baseball bat as his signature weapon. The NWO, in turn, began to paint Farmer's face in the same fashion to try to continue the confusion. And so they 
started calling it as the NWO sting. That's really funny. Yeah. You, you know what else this reminds me of? Just a, a misunderstood loner hanging out in the rafters. <laughs> oh, I know. Phantom. Christine. Oh, Christine? <laughs> My angel. I'm being the phantom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, yeah. <laughs> So this is something that he would do. Like, while all this was happening, he'd sometimes just, like, appear in the ring and just, like, lived there, basically. Uh-huh. In an unusual loyalty test, Sting would confront WCW wrestlers in the ring and shove them a few times with his bat until they were provoked enough to advance on him, mm-hmm. at which point he drew the weapon back into a more threatened stance, causing them to stop. He would then hand the bat to the offended wrestlers and turn his back, offering them a chance at retaliation. When the wrestler declined, Sting would nod, retrieve the bat, and leave the ring. God, boys are weird. Following the eventual revelation of his loyalty to WCW, he began coming to the aid of many of these wrestlers, often at the end of the television taping during group battles with NWO. Wow. So, wait, can we talk about the gif you chose with the buzzard? Okay, yes. So... Literally, I have so I had like research just like sting in the rafters. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there were so many images of it. That's so. He would be funny. in the rafters. He'd be in the audience. Like he would just like creep on, and they'd be like they'd look over and be like, "Well, Sting's here again." I love that's, that so much. That's me in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, this gift that I have is him with like, wow. I mean. Is that a vulture? It's a vulture. It's, yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. But the the expression is that's so funny, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like a really like polite vulture that's like hooded and clearly trained, and he's just like giving it little riblets or whatever. Uh-huh. Guys, Google sting with vulture. And it's check it out. Insane. In this, okay. So it's after nearly good. six months of uncertainty and mystery, mm-hmm. Sting finally showed his true colors as a face by single-handedly taking out the entire NWO at Uncensored in 1997. Wow. The pay-per-view had drawn to a close, and the NWO were celebrating with their newfound partner. Dennis Rodman. Uh, yep. <laughs> what? Wow, what a yep. time capsule. When Sting rappelled down over 70 feet from the roof of the arena <laughs> via zip line and began his historic battle against the NWO uh-huh. in which he ended up giving the Scorpion death drop to the principal members of the NWO, wow. the Outsiders, Randy Savage. Did you watch wrestling at this point, Mike? Uh, I was a WWE guy through and through, so I liked DX. I didn't like NWO. Wow. Okay. Wow. Good to know. I didn't so, know that. after this attack, he frequently repelled from the rafters or <laughs> even came up through the ring to attack suspecting NWO members and employed decoy stings to play mind games during the closing segments of WCW Monday Nitro. Oh That's my really god, I funny. love that. Just like my boy Doink. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> it is like Doink. My boy Doink. My, my boy, boy Doink. Doink. <laughs> you need... <laughs> I want a shirt that says my boy doink. My boy doink. <laughs> it's Sting. like Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah. <laughs> so Sting's appearances to fight the NWO at the end of every WCW Monday Nitro helped to keep and widen the rating gaps between WCW and the WWF throughout the summer. 
So James Dillon, on-screen commissioner, tried many times to get Sting to return to wrestling by making contracts to fight various NWO members. But Sting ended up tearing up the contracts because there was only one man he wanted to wrestle, Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, you know, the classic clash of Titans. Yeah, so oh, I was going to first. So we have an image of multiple Stings. Yeah. In the Stings in the ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, I mean, all of these are great. The repelling gif is one of my favorites. Because he's going he's, so far. I mean, in there, he's like hauling ass. Like they just like <laughs> yeah. dropped this dude. He looks like he looks like a, he Doesn't looks he look like, like a jigsaw. Dummy? Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does. Yeah. But also, do you think he's the little part of him is like, oh fuck, this is so fast? And no, oh, I no, because he does it so many times. Oh I watched so like funny. four videos where they're like, well. There's Sting again, <laughs> rappelling down. Did you guys know that like uh, a, gr- a cluster of stings is actually called a murder? <laughs> <laughs> like a, a murder group, of stings. A group of stings is called a murder. <laughs> no. That's what, that's what they're called. Oh, God. It's a block of stings. <laughs> are y'all the sweaty stings as I are gathered. Right I know, we're so sweaty. I'm sorry. And My apartment is too warm. Oh, God. So... Um, okay, so <laughs> he wanted to fight Hollywood Hogan. Yes. Great. So what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Darth Maul. So I'm just going to say he did fight Hollywood Hogan. It went on for a while. It was not that other sting right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so from there, it was, it was not as exciting because Hogan has not been beat by anyone sting kind of did but it was like a questionable if he won or not Mm. so in 1998 kevin nash and randy savage broke off from the nwo to form the nwo wolf pack almost immediately both factions of the group began vying for the alliance of sting as chaos erupted between the two teams of wcw monday nitro sting descended from the rafters Once again, to deliver his decision. At first, he revealed a black and white NWO shirt, Uh suggesting he had joined Hollywood Hogan's group. However, the Stinger attacked Hogan and exposed a red and black NWO shirt, effectively becoming a member of the Wolfpack. Yeah, also Mm. Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Darth Maul, I'm sticking with. Yeah, well, the black lipstick is Darth Maul. Also, see how the, like, the ring has a red pad that looks like a lobster claw? I thought it was a lobster claw. Did you? I thought it was, like, um... It was, is it him in the Powerpuff Girls that's like the devil character? Oh, I don't I think remember. so. Mm-hmm. I, I wow. also, when I saw this, I was like, he's the unattractive one, but there isn't really one in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, but he'd be mm. the one that like no one wants to deal yeah. with that one. The Spider-Ham, but like yeah. not charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Sting stayed off WCW programming until the final episode of Nitro. March 26, 2001. WCW had been purchased by World Wrestling Federation, and the final match in WCW history pitted Sting against his wrong, his longtime rival Flair. Mm. The two had also competed on the first edition of Nitro in 1995. Sting defeated Flair, and the two embraced at the end of the contest. How nice. 
after the WWF did not buy out Sting's contract with AOL Time Warner, Mm -hmm. he rejected a buyout offer of 50 cents on the dollar from AOL Time Warner, instead waiting until his contract expired in March 2002. He announced a short-lived retirement in February of that year dramatic but it wasn't really mm. um he then entered into contract negotiations with the wwf but ultimately did not join the promotion so he's like made it kind of hard for a lot of different promotions to figure out if he's gonna like go with them or not mm-hmm. so uh he had a feud with jeff jarrett um they feuded before and it was not great and so for some reason jeff jarrett was not big at this time he was like the low man on the and so he was like I'm gonna we're gonna make this feud happen so December 11th 2005 a turning point Jeff Jarrett stood in the ring celebrating his victory the lights in the arena went out as images of a scorpion (gasps) sting symbol appeared on the arena screens Mm -hmm. along with the date January 15th 2006 Whoa. <laughs> Spotlights then illuminated the ring, revealing a chair bearing Sting's signature trench coat, boots, and a black baseball bat oh my in God. the center of the ring. Which doesn't they, that remind they, you of what Undertaker. happened? The Undertaker, people. So it's kind of the retirement thing mm-hmm. to do. So then you're back mm-hmm. or you've you know, you've left your shell. It's like of. your ominous accessories yeah. are like doing all the work for you. That makes the Undertaker version of it less cool. In my opinion, if that's like a standard, I thought it was like spooky that they did it with the Undertaker. Mm. I know. That's a bummer. So Sting noted that he had never had a chance to properly say goodbye to his fans. And he then announced that final resolution had been his goodbye before thanking the TNA management and the fans. Sting then dropped his bat with a spotlight appearing over it and left the ring, shaking hands with various TNA wrestlers on his way off the ramp. With Sting gone, the storyline continued with Jeff Jarrett and Eric Young worrying that Sting had not actually retired Mm. and sent Alex Shelley to California to videotape Sting at home. What? Sting discovered Shelley filming, (laughs) walked up to Shelley's car and told him that he was going to show up at Destination X and confront Jeff Jarrett as Steve Borden. Clad in street clothes and without face paint, Borden returned to Destination X, saving Christian Cage and Rhino as they attacked Jarrett's army. Wow. There's a lot. Yeah. So. So then after all this, other promotions and feuds happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. Um, he's He's been fucking everywhere. He was in New Japan for a little bit, too. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then. What? what? Since stealing the crow's look was not enough, he had to also be someone like the Joker, uh-huh. known as Insane Icon. Wow. He did this in so 2011. Nice. What? Yeah, he did it for three years, and people were like, not into That's it. That's so crazy. Also, yeah, another bird. Yeah. I like this bird. He's cute. This is a good bird. This is a good bird. That's a magpie, I think. He's cute. Mm-hmm. What's like, like yeah. what little, the his little fancy vest. There were a lot of articles that were like, what was the most embarrassing thing you ever saw Sting do? And they were like, this shit. That's so crazy. Wow. That's I mean, bad. it looks exactly like that Joaquin Phoenix movie that's coming out. Oh, I God. do not. Oof. Darkness too much. Mm-hmm. All right. So then at WrestleMania 31, Goodness Sting gracious. would face Triple H in his very first match in WWE and at WrestleMania. He'd oh. never been part of it because there was so many other promotions oh. that it was, he never hit WWE. Mm. 
Although Triple H won after a sledgehammer shot with interference from both D-Generation X, who aided Triple H, and the New World Order, who aided Sting, the two competitors shook hand out of respect after the match. Mm. The next night on Raw, Sting appeared on a WWE Network exclusive interview with Renee Young, and he said that if WWE throws something his way, he'll grab it. Mm. He then concluded the interview by giving a scorpion death drop to a returning Bo Dallas <laughs> after the latter later latter interrupted him. Mm-hmm. On April 2nd, during his WWE Hall of Fame induction speech, Sting announced his retirement from professional wrestling. Yeah, it checks out. Wow. I mean, this coat, though, he's like a real arcade fire member in this coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also look at this photo of him with Triple H. Like he has an untri- Undertaker vibe of like, yeah, you kind of you're done, right? Yeah, yeah you're a little totally. bit past it. So yes, this concludes. I mean, this like all together this week, there was a whole entire debate of if he was going because what he wanted to do is he wanted to wrestle Undertaker. That has, like, been his goal because of WWE, because he's never been part of WWE. Mm -hmm. So he's wanted to wrestle Undertaker. But this week, the WWE said that they won't let him because he never had surgery. And they're worried about him because he's 60 years old. Uh And because of what happened with Undertaker and um, Goldberg, that that's the reason why they won't let them wrestle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he never got... He also never got the surgery because his spine is, like, destroyed. Of course oh, it is. God. Yeah. So he never got the surgery because he would be out completely if he mm-hmm. did that. So mm-hmm. he can still go other promotions and do stuff, but WWE will not take him. That's fascinating yeah. that they have those standards. Um, That's too bad. Maybe we could put both of their items in a pile in the middle of the ring and see what happens. I know, right? Maybe they'll sprout from it like one of those growing kits you can buy at CVS. Oh, they're (laughs) the best, right? Yes. Wow. I mean, really excellent job distilling a shit ton of information down, Katie. Mm -hmm. What an interesting, weird dude. And there's Mm -hmm. so many other weird rivals that happen that Mm -hmm. you're just like, TNA, what happened here? Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He went everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it is so... Doing the crow as your thing is, like, definitely a swing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a really weird swing. From the blonde hair is so bizarre. So extreme. Like, such an extreme change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want producer Mike to talk about this infamous GIF. Oh, you have it? Um, I I don't have it. We will send it. Okay, so... I, I really wanted Katie to include in the slideshow. I thought I did. My favorite wrestling gif of all time, no. which is Rob Van Dam is walking by the crowd and then a fan in a sting mask hits hits Rob Van Dam with a chair and then the camera dramatically pushes in on the fan taking off his you know white paint sting mask to reveal sting's white painted face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And, oh my God. Yeah. That's very we'll funny. To, we'll have to I mean, there are that. so many different gifts of like, mm-hmm. just like, the best is like, you'll just see other ones of like Sting just literally <gasps> eating popcorn in the audience, like not impressed by the NWO. That's so funny. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah, I pulled up oh the gift. It's good. It's we'll yeah. really good. On oh, yeah. Twitter. On Twitter. But um, it was just like so funny looking at all the photos of like literally he'd just be eating popcorn as NWO would be wrestling and he'd just be like, just got it. He'd be, he'd be, I bet he ingested so much paint. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just trying to get. And then there it. was also a match of him with uh, Jeff Hardy, and just mm. that ring had to have just been painted. Gross. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. It was a brutal one, too. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's yeah. a lot of white faces with black lines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. yep. All right. Damn. So that's um, what I know from wow, very, Good old Sting. Very you well. You have any, any viewpoints on this? Um, I Well, he's super Christian, right? Yeah. He was born again after his uh, second wife, and then he left his second wife to be with Sabine. Mm. Hmm. What know. do you know the timeline of that? Um, it was, I think it was like 2004, I think it was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I just know that he uh, allegedly has some interesting connections that we could explore at a later date off the off the microphone. Ooh. He has some hmm. interesting, uh, weird culty stuff. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Oh, boy. Anyway. Well, who among us hasn't gone from having a pet vulture to allegedly being in a cult right or funding it (laughs) oh Uh, what a fun gift for the final in honor of mother's day no that's not (laughs) what it's an old slide oh Oh, an old slide okay i was like wow really has it been that long but no we're looking (laughs) at it real quick i love it it said in honor of mother's in honor of mother's day there's a picture of baby seth rollins with his mom which you would remember from our last episode but it's actually just like a limo exploding (laughs) with vince vince it's vince Vince getting into a limo that then explodes which is that's very funny i know uh all of it mercury retrograde guys it's real jeez here we are i'm just happy to be back this was a really this was a really fun one i feel like we went on a real journey we really did did. quite a journey (laughs) because my monster wants it that's my (laughs) because my monster monster wants wants it it. Mm -hmm. uh if you want to see the looks we're talking about you can always check us out on social media at kfab podcast k-a-y-f-a-b podcast and you can also recommend wrestlers for us to review on twitter um yes you can uh, please rate review subscribe share with your friends uh tell them that even though they they might not like wrestling they'll still like this podcast i firmly believe that and i tell everyone all the time i know mm-hmm. me too um so yeah just thanks. i don't know thanks for listening thanks, yeah, guys. Thanks. Bye. bye <laughs> bye <laughs>